Today on this episode of Going Deeper, we dive right into some pretty weighty questions. The first of which is, does God give us trials and temptations? Let's hear what we think about it. Let's hear what the author of the book of James has to say about it. I'm your host, Kyle McCaskill. I'm Becky Clark. So join us as we go deeper. Okay, so we're in really getting into the book of James, mm-hmm. like the actual text of the book of James this week. Yep. So let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so on the front end, so the, the process of, maybe I should explain this. The process of preparing for a Bible study typically means, and we mentioned this last week, uh, Marie and I do a ton of research mm-hmm. and we read a ton of commentaries. If you are watching this, then there are multiples here and you'll see I have so many tabs. This is how I function. Um, I just put tabs so I can go back and read things again. Lots of tabs. Lots of, there are like maybe an overabundance of tabs. I have a problem. Um, but a lot of times we'll get stuck on something and then we run to each other's office mm-hmm. and we ask lots of questions and maybe there's hair pulling in the sense of like, I just get, fr- I don't pull her hair. She didn't pull my hair. That's a bad <laughs> phrase. Uh, <laughs> but like frustration. You're pulling your of, own hair. Pulling my own hair, trying to understand. And so I am in the midst of kind of finishing putting all of my notes together and I am stuck on some things. Okay. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, good. Let's... Marie's not here to do this. So you get to do all of this with Okay, me. <laughs> so let's get you unstuck. Okay. Okay, okay. So <laughs> as we have already said, uh, the book of James seemed, seemingly is a lot of um, words and phrases that maybe are kind of disjointed. Now, mm-hmm. what I have found in a lot of my research of chapter one is it's not quite as disjointed as I initially thought, which is good. I think there is a theme that builds upon each other in chapter one. But that the large part of the theme in chapter one, which I believe is what carries through the whole book, um, has to do with the Christian character, mm-hmm. uh, the growth of the Christian character, maturity of Christian character. And um, that's addressed in so many different ways yeah. in very practical ways. Okay. The first one in chapter one that we like jump into has to do with trials. Mm-hmm. And later on in the chapter, we talk about temptations and then one or two of these commentators throughout suffering. Mm-hmm. So trials and sufferings and temptations. Right. And I am struggling through these ideas of um, suffering and trials and temptations. And so really, I guess my first question, which one of the commentators posed is, um, does God allow suffering? So we're going to go super light in this sure, conversation. Sure. <laughs> Super, super light. But I'm struggling with um, this question of, of suffering because it ties into temptation. Right. And the, the way I always come at that, it's a really difficult thing, I, I think, to wrap your mind around. But for me, the best I can always do is to recognize the fact that we do live in a broken world where people are free to make their own choices. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is coming from a Wesleyan 
perspective where we are very much a free will. Mm -hmm. God gave us the free will to choose. He gave Adam and Eve the free will to choose him or not Mm -hmm. uh, in the garden. And when I make a choice to reject God, it undoubtedly impacts other people. And so I may do things, the, the world exists and it's this, uh, I, I guess, a conglomeration of the effects of people's choices, mm-hmm. uh, the society, the culture, how it evolves and how it's shaped over time. And with that comes the temptations of the culture, the society, the world, the things that we are brought up seeing and knowing and understanding and doing. So to say that God is the one that causes the trials. Okay. I don't quite get there. Okay. God allows for them because if he didn't, we wouldn't have the option to choose him over Mm -hmm. our temptations. Okay. And I know in a previous episode, I said this, uh, I, I don't remember. It was one of the ones very late in season two, uh, I kind of expressed that. But that's where I come from. Okay. And that's how I get to God doesn't cause suffering. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the the natural byproducts of our fallen sinful nature. So broken, broken people create opportunity for suffering. Sure. Okay. And and there's no doubt that there have been things that I've done in my life that mm-hmm. have caused suffering for other people, mm-hmm. whether great or small. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was you know when I was a kid, you know, pushed a kid down at recess or something, whatever, you know. Right. Uh, that's where I. That, that's where I land on that. So. In this conversation of trials, you know, mm-hmm. James talks about on the front end that you count it joy to to be in trials, okay. to be in times of, yeah. of testing. And I'm 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 with that, mm-hmm. you know, because I understand that um what is produced in those trials is for the good of God. As long as, okay, so as long as, (laughs) right. So I think this is the distinction that James is making in chapter one is that there's two routes that you can go in regard to a a trial uh, that you find yourself in. You can choose to see that it can be a a crucible of growth Mm -hmm. and maturity for you. Um, or you can be angry and um, bitter, and that leads to other negative things, yeah. right? Um, and so if you choose joy, um, James is not painting a picture at all of joy means good. It means right. your trial is going to be easy and good. In, yeah. in fact, um, there's other places in scripture that I'll quote tomorrow when we do our teaching that talk about how. Um, you know, trials are are very difficult, and it's um, mm-hmm. they're they're not fun. And joy yeah. doesn't mean happy, you know, through the trial. It right. means it's a it's a deeper kind of thing. So I I get that. Then he brings in starting in verse kind of twelve thirteen. We like we 
move, kind of move away from trials uh, mm-hmm. between the beginning part of chapter one. And we really talk about wisdom, but really that's connected because I think what James is trying to say is to get through trials, you need to ask God to give you wisdom. Right. In the trials, mm-hmm. right? But then he moves back to directly talking about trials and he brings up temptation. Now, I read and I read a commentator, I've read two commentators that are taking on this idea of trial and temptation very differently. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is what I'm struggling to kind of wrap my brain around. I think I got it, but I don't think I got it. So one commentator, <laughs> and I can't remember which one of the three of these, um, talks about how trials and temptations are very different. Okay. So that that a trial is something that God uses and a temptation is something that God would never use or put you in. I can I can get behind that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and that the the temptation, which I agree with this portion, that the temptation is us, that it is our our choice. Mm-hmm. So uh, James says, because God would never lead us into evil, would lead right. us into an evil place, um, because God is not, um, God is only good. Right. Okay. Right. So temptation yeah. mm-hmm. uh, can be bad. Mm-hmm. So we are the ones that choose that. And the commentator said. Uh, what was the phrase that he used? It had to do with like, uh, so basically we were, you can't pass the buck. Yeah. Right. It's, so he brought back the Genesis passage, uh, and in, in like chapter three where, um, they're Adam and Eve are tempted and they try to pass the buck. Yeah. The Adam says, no, it's the woman's fault. And Eve's like, no, it's the, the serpent's fault. Right. And our, <laughs> our tendency as humanity is to pass the buck mm-hmm. that it, 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 to, to take the, um, the blame off of ourselves and to give it to someone else, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone else yeah. or anything mm-hmm. else. I tripped. It was the floor's fault. Right. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> my fault that I wasn't uh-huh. paying attention or mm-hmm. that I chose the wrong shoes or anything like that. It was the floor's fault. So we're constantly trying to pass the buck. Mm -hmm. And so um, God would never lead us into temptation. What happens in our lives is we lead ourselves into those places of temptation. And then we try to pass the buck when often when we get caught up and passing the buck a lot of times is that it's God's fault. Yeah. And that is very much not the case. Right. Uh, Because God has given us everything that we need to not give in to temptation. Okay. Sometimes it's hard, mm-hmm. but it's all there. Yeah. So the other commentator takes a slightly different bent mm-hmm. and says that in every trial, there is temptation. So instead of there being two kind of separate ideas, now we've we've put them somewhat together. So in every trial, there's an opportunity of temptation, right? Mm-hmm. And but our what God is hoping is that we will see the temptation and turn away from the temptation. Yeah. Okay. But God doesn't place those temptations in our path. Right. It's just the fact that every decision that we have, mm-hmm. a temptation can come along with it. Okay. Well, I can, I can absolutely see that also. Uh, I, I'm very seldomly an either or mm-hmm. uh, in, in things like this uh, because, let's see, this, any trial that we go through, mm-hmm. 
I, I think the commentator is is not far off in saying that there's temptation in there mm-hmm. because as a as a Christ follower, anytime things start to go bad, mm-hmm. things start to get tough, there's a trial. Would we not have a natural inclination to say, "Why God?" Mm-hmm. And and really and truly, it's okay to say, "Why God?" Right. Yeah. And as long as we don't further that and go further on that thought process and say, "Why God are you doing this to me?" Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay for us to ask why. But just like you're saying, shifting the blame. Right. We're, we're now going to blame God for this when it's not necessarily God mm-hmm. that's causing it. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I'm making sense okay, there. Yes. But then, okay, but then to go mm-hmm. back to the question, so mm-hmm. does God take you into times of trial? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I think this is a hard okay because this is this is a struggle that I think a lot of people have and I'm not saying that I'm immune to this struggle. I th- I think I know the answer that God's goodness doesn't want bad for us. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want suffering for us. Right. He doesn't want us to go through really difficult times and yet we live in a broken world where difficult times are going to be mm-hmm. a a must. I mean, yeah. it, it, it will happen. Absolutely. Right? So, does God orchestrate those things? And you see, now we're getting away from the concept of free will. Okay. Uh, in my opinion, where, yes, I believe that there are circumstances and situations in our lives that are absolutely God-ordained, where, where God will intervene in our lives and put a person there. Mm-hmm. For, to, to, to come into our lives or, or put a situation in our lives that he knows, because remember, God is seeing the big picture. Mm-hmm. We're, we're here for a very short time and, and our view is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but God's picture of all this is infinite. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I, I don't have a solid answer one way, but maybe there's a possibility that God says, look, I think you're capable of handling this with my help. Mm-hmm. And in that, you're going to be able to help somebody who, without your experience, won't be able mm-hmm. to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to deal with this, and they will know me through your experiences and their experiences combined. Okay. So in the midst of that, you would say that free will still exists. I would say that free will still exists. Because God just puts something in our path for us to choose if we will yeah. go down that path mm-hmm. or not. We'll, we'll step into the obstacle and grow, mm-hmm. or we will walk around it and not grow. Yeah. Okay. Or we'll just get bitter and turn away. Yeah. And decide that we hate God because I can't believe God did this to me. Mm-hmm. When all along, all God is wanting us to do is say, I know that you're good. Mm-hmm. And so whatever bad is in my life mm-hmm. that is the effect of somebody else or my decisions or whatever, I, I want to be able to trust that God is good mm-hmm. in that. And in all things, somehow, I need to be looking for a way that God can redeem that. 
I can't redeem it. Right. I can't redeem your bad decisions any more than I can redeem mine. Right. But God can. Right. If we let him. Yeah. So I think that's largely part, one of the most important things about what James is saying in chapter one has to do with our um, our viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about in chapter one, how God is a, a generous God who gives to all who ask. And that's when he's kind of talking about wisdom. Mm-hmm. But really the point is that um, God is is never changing and he's, he's there uh, waiting for us to ask with the right intent or to seek with the right mind or heart. And so it has to do with the choices that we make, the intent that we have to, to grow. So if you enter into something happens in your life. So uh, as an example, in the fact of my grandmother passed away a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago and we had, you know, this, we've had a lot of kind of family strife, unfortunately, Um, very hurt feelings and sad things. And, and I think a lot of just um, uh, unspoken things that just didn't get to be kind of fixed right before the passing of someone. And that's an unfortunate thing that happens probably with a lot of people. So, it's a trial mm-hmm. in my life and in my family's Absolutely. life. And so what I can choose to do is be bogged down in the trial, be frustrated by the feelings and emotions of other people, be angry by those things, or I can choose to continue to ask God, where what's the wisdom that I need to navigate through this situation for your good, for your peace, and for my growth, mm-hmm. right? So the intent is is very different on my part of how I choose then to navigate the situations that are put in front of me. Right. Right. Um, and we, I think sometimes the church has the tendency to just say, just lean on God, which you do need to lean on God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what James says, like ask God for wisdom. And if you ask with the right intent, he's going to give it to you. And there's lots of other things that he says throughout the right. book of James, but it's, it's our choice mm-hmm. to continue to lean on God, continue to ask with the intent to grow and learn. But we too often get bogged down just in the like, this hurts it's, I don't like it, I'm mm-hmm. mad at God about it, or I'm mm-hmm. mad at blah, blah, blah about it, and that's what we focus on. Okay. Um, and so I think that's what, but I'm, I mean, I still struggle with, okay, so because that's hard. Yeah, well, it's definitely hard. <laughs> and and I think if we, we bookend the, the first words and the last words of this little bit here, uh-huh. um, it, it really kind of puts the perfect... Like you could forget everything that's said mm-hmm. between verses nine through eighteen. You could forget it all, mm-hmm. but as long as you remember verse two and verse nineteen and twenty uh-huh. of this first chapter, I think you're going to be okay. Because look what yeah. he says. He says, "Count it all joy." Mm-hmm. Go back to that first uh, uh, tip. That he gives you, count it all joy. Yeah. Because if you're coming at it from a perspective of what God can you do through this, mm-hmm. in me, if, if for your kingdom through this, mm-hmm. that's going to bear some kind of joy in your life, mm-hmm. knowing that even though things are really nasty, yeah, there's something good. And then when you're having a hard time, Counting it all as joy. Look at verses 19 and 20. He's telling you to be slow to speak and slow to wrath. He's saying, stop being selfish. Yeah. 
saying, you need to remove yourself as much as you can from the situation and try to look at it objectively. Mm-hmm. Because that's when you'll realize that there's something way bigger going on here than just this one little piece. And maybe you'll start to see the ripple effects of what God is doing or what God can do if you will just let him. Yeah. And yes, I I agree with you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And yes. And yes. Uh Um, But it it is, it is just hard that um, because that's not typically the mindset Mm-hmm. That is that is a um, as a few of the the commentators said this whole chapter and really probably the whole book of mm-hmm. of James is so very countercultural mm-hmm. right it, and and so what James is saying and really ultimately what Jesus was saying because we we really do look back to the Sermon on the yeah. Mount so many times. And even, even he echoes Paul and Peter multiple times, just mm-hmm. in chapter one, yeah. that um, this, is, this is going to be a difficult journey and you are going to have, um, people are going to persecute you. You are going to look different from everyone mm-hmm. else. And so you're going to be strange. The way that you... At- attack situations, the way that you respond to people is not going to be the way that the general world does it. And so you are going to be um, tempted often Mm -hmm. to just give in to what everybody else does and how everybody else lives. Mm -hmm. And then it goes back to, so then we could go back to this idea of temptation that in a trial, sometimes it's just easier to just lean into the the I'm done with this and I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. say the things that shouldn't be said do Mm -hmm. the things that shouldn't be done because in so many ways that seems easier in my life Mm -hmm. but as the scripture says that temptation opens its door to more temptation which which in the end obviously that sin brings death to you Mm -hmm. brings brings ultimate death Mm -hmm. to you which is not what we want. We want life. And in that verse before, or maybe it's the verse after where it says that Jesus is the one, um, God gives us the crown of life because he loves us. So, so the, the ultimate of choosing joy and leaning into a trial is something that is eternal, not something that is immediate. Right. We live in a world of immediacy. We yes, have it. I do. mean, we got to get a phone right here that's immediate, <laughs> yeah. right? Like we have the. You're gonna get this, and it's gonna come onto your, you know, yeah, social media. It's gonna be immediate, <laughs> and you can probably watch it from almost wherever. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we have internet that mm-hmm. allows you to do things immediately. Right. And so we live in a world of immediate instead of a world of. Um, slow and steady, mm-hmm. right? And and lean into the hard. Um, and so I I just I guess I just struggle ultimately with maybe not the difference between trials and temptations, but just the fact that that those things are really difficult for us, mm-hmm. and we don't like them. And it's easy to get m- mad at, at God in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And then to say, well, God caused this suffering. Mm-hmm. God put me in the midst of this thing because he's mad at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of we are in this 
and we can grow. Right. And we can become, as as James said, um, perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That's in verse four of mm-hmm. chapter one. Yeah. Um, perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Like that's a that's a pretty good place to be. I would agree. Um, and I don't know what that really is like, mm-hmm. but I would like to. Well, I think it's the goal. Yeah. And and uh, I I think all of this, the the choosing joy or counting it all joy, and the being slow to speak and slow to anger, and that's all and it flows into the rest of chapter one. When when James starts talking about being doers, yep, yep, yeah, we didn't even get at any of that. <laughs> yeah, but but that's, I think there's your your practical application. Yeah, for what comes before this, mm-hmm. so this is not a disjointed. No, no, chapter it's not at all. Really, it's not nearly as much yeah. as I thought it was. Yeah. No, but but if you think about it, um, our kids do karate. Mm-hmm. I've sat in on a ton. Of karate practices. Mm -hmm. I know all the moves to most of their forms and everything. You think I could get up and do one? No, 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 no. I know it. No, not you, me either. (laughs) Yeah, right? I know it. Right. I can tell you exactly what moves are are there, Mm -hmm. but I've never done it. Right. Uh, you could even uh, correct. You know, oh, I've, watched, I've watched both of my kids who do karate mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, 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 your, your punch needs to be uh-huh. a little higher or your, your yeah. hand needs to be down here by your hip. But if I had to do it myself, oh, helpless, I would be, I can't even, <laughs> they do these little weird turns and I, I, for the life of me, can't do them. Yeah. And it looks so easy to and, them. And so why is that though? We know it. Right. And it's, right. it's no different when we're in the middle of a trial, if we're not practiced mm-hmm. in the works of God, mm-hmm. then what are we going to have to go by whenever things do get hard? Yeah. And it's, the knowledge is going to end up being useless. Yeah, that's a great point uh, that I haven't even thought about. But to some extent, I haven't even got to this portion of the right. chapter. <laughs> I'm You're still getting so there. So stuck in the other <laughs> stuff and just trying to like work it out in my brain. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If we're not practiced in it, and so that's another reason to count the trials as joy. Not that they would ever get necessarily easier, mm-hmm. because all of them are going to be so different. D- different depending on the life that you have and where God is taking you and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's individual to us. But if we are practiced in. Then, then wouldn't we lean into more joy every time I would and more hope and more so. constant seeking of God's wisdom mm-hmm. and and doing better about you know being quick to hear and slow to speak and all these other things. So that's a good point, Kyle. I had thank you for bringing that. Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, I've earned my position at the table today. <laughs> You'd earned it before, but that was a really good point, and I'm going to use it tomorrow when I teach this All right. <laughs> study or whatever I teach it, so or whenever you hear it. So, good job. Okay. okay. Next question. Oh gosh, you that have pretty- it. no. That was pretty much it. That okay. was that was what I was struggling with the most. I mean, really, we could probably talk about this one little thing for you know until Jesus comes back. Well, and it's, yes. Because it's not easy. No. And it's something that we really don't like to practice. No, and didn't um, <laughs> didn't uh, Chris do a, a online sermon about suffering? Didn't, 
It's a, oh, didn't he let's do see. We yes, should, we well, should go watch that one okay. if he did. Trinityonline.church. Yes. yes, we we do have right now in the summer of 2021, we are Taking on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we do have a digital campus of Trinity, mm-hmm. and uh, you should go follow us on YouTube. That channel, uh, I'll put a link to that channel at the end of this video, so you can go subscribe to that one as well. Uh, but yes, Chris did a sermon on grief, and he also... Maybe did one on suffering, or maybe that was Marie that did one on suffering. It, it wasn't Marie. That one, Marie did have a really good one that we already have recorded, but we've got that one kind of in the bank mm-hmm. uh, for the fall uh, when we really kick back into everything that, mm-hmm. woo, it's going to be a big push, you know, come join us, be digital missionaries with Trinity Online. and Which is really cool. Yeah, it's... the. We'll talk about that more later, but just know that there's <laughs> yeah. a really easy way for you to yep. help spread the gospel, and all you have to do is use your internet connection, and that's yep. it. But that being said, yes, uh, we do have some information out there about suffering, about grief, mm-hmm. and thing, practical things that we can do yep. uh, as Christians and just as people to make sure that we're not... Uh, falling into the temptation of turning away from God. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that uh, probably James would, would have a good nods at those messages. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> say that's and exactly what I was trying to point out. If I reach back in my brain, I'm fairly certain that in one of Chris's messages, I did use a James scripture as one of the uh, lower thirds. It's a good if, book. Yeah. If you're not aware, I I'm the one that does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And so me sitting in the podcast is my little <laughs> chance to be in the spotlight <laughs> instead of yep. back looking at the backs of people's heads. <laughs> yep. I agree. We could talk about this for hours and hours mm-hmm. because I think it is one of the biggest things that people struggle with. But um, I think James kind of makes it clear. Yeah. The the intent here is, is our Christian character is what should, we should be focused on growing Mm-hmm. minute by minute, day by day. And, um, you know, if we were, if we as the body of Christ are really doing that, I wonder what the change of of the church would look like and the people around us. If, if we really practiced mm-hmm. our faith through works, not earning our <laughs> salvation by works, uh, then, golly, the the chances that God would have to move in people's lives and the people that would know and see the love of Christ mm-hmm. being lived out and not just being talked about. Yep. This book is pretty convicting. Uh, is. James is actually pretty convicting. I've had lots of things in chapter one that I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, that one stings a little bit in my own life. And, yeah. uh, which is good. We need, to, we need to read scriptures that kind of make it sting and we have to evaluate um, because... As as Christ followers, that should be our desire is to continuously be in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know we have a greater purpose. Oh, absolutely. So we need to be in check, and and sometimes it stings, and that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yep. And and maybe sometimes that's the trial mm. that when when God convicts us, we have that that opportunity to either thank God for showing us where we're falling short mm-hmm. or get bitter 
mm-hmm. because we're too prideful and we just don't want to admit it. Yeah. I don't know. There's layers, yeah. layers and layers and layers to this. Like an onion. Because <laughs> a lot of times it'll make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Truth. Uh, so what do you think out there listening and watching about the trials? Are there trials in your life that God has used to do something amazing in your life and then amazing in somebody else's life? Uh, Tell us in the comments because there's nothing more powerful than hearing the story of God told by God's people. So share with us something that God has done through a trial in your life. We want to hear about that. Uh, Just like I said, it's, it's the most powerful testimony to, to see the physical, not physical, but the actual work of God coming to fruition yeah. in, in people's lives. And also ask us your questions about yeah. this. Let us know if you've got questions or maybe a different perspective on this uh, because, you know, we're just a couple of people, sans Marie, uh, yeah. who are just trying to figure this out like anybody else. So uh, I don't have anything else to add for today. I'm good. You're I'm good. good? I, We're, well, okay. we'll see tomorrow. You'll see tomorrow. We'll see when I, when I teach it how I've, how I've gotten it all worked out in my brain. All right. Well, if you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Hit the notification bell on YouTube and... Like us on Apple Podcasts, write us a review. We're, we're still on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places that you can get your podcast material. We're still on all those places. So go find us, share us, tell your people to look for us, Trinity Rustin, going deeper. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.